Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. You can find me on most platforms at Total Auto Solutions. If you're on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. This is Industry Vibes, and we have been chatting, gosh, Greg, it's now, what, six or eight months now, it seems like? Been a while, yeah. It's been a little while. Been a little while. Uh, you can find Greg on most platforms at Masterson's Wax. If you're on TikTok, find him at Masterson's Car Care. Best way to get in touch, shoot him a message, 562 335 2053. Greg, yesterday I uh, I dove into an interesting chalada that made me want to just have a regular chalada. Uh, have you ever gotten into chaladas? Is that a thing? I mean, I know you're mostly a drink person, but I mean, has uh, it ever a chalada ever been a thing for you? I've, no, I've never had one before. Let me try one. Yeah. Um, I guess it's the beer, uh, the beer world uh, way of dealing with uh, what's that breakfast drink that you guys always have that's good for hangovers? Uh, a Bloody Mary? Yeah, yeah. It's probably like the beer version of a Bloody Mary. Oh, cool. It's heavy on the tomato, light on the alcohol. You know, it's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, so interesting, I, I, I got to chug it down pretty quick because here in about two hours, my daughters arrive uh, and uh, they are journeying little pit stop, right? This is their oh. summer pit stop here in Oklahoma. <laughs> and... Uh, Come when they leave in August, though, they're headed in your direction. Oh, so cool. uh, going from Florida to California. Wow. So over the next couple months to years, uh, hopefully get to uh, actually maybe have one of those drinks with you uh, full time, face to face and come out and enjoy that California weather. Yeah, come down. You can do a filming in our studio over here, man. Hey, there we go. Let's do it. So so one of the questions that I'm going to have an interesting talk with my daughter that's uh, about to turn 16 here in a little bit is what's her next steps in overall life, right? Like what happens after high school? Do you, yeah. do you go to college? Do you, do you go in a different journey that seems to be a popular one moving? Maybe alternative type schooling. There's a lot of different types of like online schooling or different ways of getting formal education, but one other idea that's really been moving a lot further is sort of that reverse back to tradesmanships mm -hmm. and people going and learning a trade or a skill. So love to have your opinion. You know, what do you think? Should, should somebody go in and, and go invest those hundreds of thousands of dollars in a four-year degree or jump in and start maybe a, a small service type business? You know, this is a big question that's been asked over many years. I talk to a lot of people about this all the time, and I got a straight answer for this uh, that I've thought about for many years. Everybody has to decide, do you want to work for someone else or do you want to work for yourself? It's really those two options, right? And you can go either way and you can have the great success either way. I'm so... Pause. I'm glad you said that because, right, there's a lot of people that think you can only have success by being the number one guy, right? But a person that we both enjoy is Gary Vee, and he says, geez, the number 15 at <laughs> Facebook does way much better than most number one people out there. So, correct. Yeah, yeah. Why, why do you say it that way? That's, that's a great point. 
because you know, well, you know, like like you just said, somebody that's employee number twenty at Facebook could be making way more than John Bob running detail garage, you know, shop. That you know, it, it could be, it, it could go that same way, right? But you have to really understand what do you want to do. What is what is your goal? Okay, does somebody want to go into work and get a paycheck and be like, yeah, I, I did it and go home. And if that makes them happy, more, more power to them, right? If somebody wants to work for themselves and develop a business, that's what they need to, I mean, that's what they might want to do. But um, I believe that the college did the entrepreneur wrong because when you go to college, literally college is only designed to show you how to work for somebody else. That's the only way, that's the only thing it was designed for. It was not designed for any other thing. The college system was made by big, huge industrialists like J.D. Rockefeller. A good one was um, Rhodes. You ever heard about the Rhodes Scholar? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't get one of those. I didn't ever get okay. one. Well, okay, well, Mr. Rhodes was a hella rich guy and he owned a lot of companies so what the whole point of college was it was to it was to make people give them some type of skill so that they could work and make those companies more money they could make those companies rich right because back then when when you know over 100 some years ago when the colleges were first kind of starting and uh, uh, building up everybody didn't know shit you pretty much knew what you knew from your parents. You know, if, if your dad was a farmer and your mom was a farmer, the chances of you being a farmer were like 90%. Now there's nothing bad with making, with being a farmer. I'll tell you that. Like if you're a farmer today, I guarantee you, you're like a millionaire. <laughs> you know, even a, even a small farmer is, is running huge amounts of, of equity and equipment. They're running huge businesses, right? But farmer didn't send their kid to college to learn how to farm, right? Because farming isn't just growing the plants. It's not just uh, harvesting. It's like running a business, selling the business, you know, selling the product, planning. There's so much that needs to go on. And I feel like college uh, is only to teach you how to work for somebody else. Now, if somebody out there is listening to this and they were a fuck up in high school and they don't know how to spell, they don't know the difference between through and through, then they, they, they should go to college, 100%. You gotta go to college and you gotta learn the difference between through, through, and through, or else you're not gonna be able to run a business. That's just the fact of it. You'll be, you can be a great detailer, but you might be a great detailer working for somebody else. And you might make a shitload of money and you might have all your dreams come true. But for some people, having their own business working for themselves is number one goal. But I will tell everybody this, if you're thinking about running a business and you don't know the difference between through, through, and through, <laughs> then you got, you got to go to college. You really, really should. Some, some type of college. I'm not even saying that you really actually have to graduate because I, you're talking to somebody who went to one of the biggest schools in the state of California for communication. And, 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 I, and I, I tell people sometimes they didn't go to college. I'm like, yeah, you know, when you go to college on the back of your diploma, they print your GPA. 
And they're like, oh, really? I'm like, no, <laughs> nobody, they don't know shit. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't even matter. It really didn't even matter if you graduated from college, just if you went to college, learned the difference between through, through and through, and then went and started your own business, you're good to go. You, you really are good to go. I believe that. Yeah, uh, it, it's a great, it's a great, I'm, I'm glad we can chop this back and forth because it's something like I said, with my daughter showing up, she's already expressed interest in, you know, being a teacher, uh, trying to open her eyes to alternative styles of teaching that might be coming out over the next years, ways she could do that. Um, you know, for me, when I was, I didn't have a choice, right? I mean, back in the 90s, it was, <laughs> you, you went to school, right? I mean, you graduated from high school and you went to college. That's just the way it was. I mean, most people, that, that was the journey. The opportunities that young people today have because of technology, because of the internet, because of the way industry and the way society has morphed and changed and progressed, you know, there, there's so many more, well, we just keep saying the word opportunity, right? There's just so many more opportunities out there. But previously, you had one path. You know, you went to high school, you went to college, and then if you were good enough and you had enough drive and, you know, you were going to be something amazing, you would go on and get this other thing where you spent more time and it was called a master's degree. So I went to college, but didn't really have a clue what I wanted to do other than I had in my high school days said, hey, I think my journey in life is going to be a pastor. And so I went to school to learn how to study the Bible and yeah. present the Bible and the be inside of a church and, you know, work in a community, right? That, that was the direction and path of my life. And so then, you know, I went and did a seminary, which was called, you know, there's our master's type program and that type of stuff. But if I was going to continue down that journey, right, there's certain paths that you have to go to school for. Well, I decided no longer that that was a journey that I wanted to continue in life. So I quit my job and jumped into started cleaning cars. Now, that's, that's a crazy thing for people to do, to, to do 24, 25 years of their life kind of directed one way and then make a giant pivot, go in a different direction. The, the idea that we can have both is really what I think is, is another opportunity for us. You know, why, why should somebody start right let's let's go into this right we if we have all these different ideas all different ways that somebody could go be a you know quote unquote their own boss or run their own business and there's all different types of service-based businesses that people could choose i chose detailing why did you choose detailing and why should somebody choose detailing as that small base business you know there's a couple reasons why a lot of people choose detailing there's the number one actually is low barrier of entry. You know what another one, another low barrier of entry is? Um, uh, lawn care. I know you mentioned, we were talking about their lawn care, very low barrier of entry. I actually feel like auto detailing is even lower of a barrier of entry than lawn care. You need less equipment, less money, less startup. And the, and the possibilities of growth are even bigger. And that's why a lot of people get into it. Why did I get into auto detailing? I got into auto detailing because I see the growth potential on it. And every year, I, I, I just, you know, for people listening to this, I meet with my accountant and my accountant looks at my business 
and always questions my cost of goods sold. And if anybody's watching that, what that is, is that's the amount of money that it took you to make your total sales, okay? And for years, when I've been doing detailing, product sales, everything, my accountant has questioned my cost of goods sold. And because the reason is, is because, you know, um, a regular business, 20% profit is huge, okay? And 10% profit is good. And 5% profit is low. Well, when you're in auto detailing, you're making 80 plus percent profit. The accountant looks at you and says, where's this coming from? And I just look at the accountant and say, it's because growth, man. <laughs> like we can <laughs> with auto detailing, you can literally take pennies and turn them into large hundreds of dollars. It's that crazy, right? You can take dollars and turn them into millions. It's that big. And people um, need to understand this about businesses that it takes money to make money. But how little money did it take you to make that money? And a lot of people talk about business growth. Like you hear people say, man, my business, it did a million dollars in sales. Well, what I want to know on my side of doing business is how much money did that person spend to make that million dollars? They might have spent $900,000 to make that million dollars. They might have spent, they might have spent a million dollars to make the million <laughs> Right there, 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 there could have there. They might have spent a million and a half to make that million. Could have lost money. There's so many factors in in this uh, in this game that people need to know about about money. And that's why I got into auto detailing because I see the number growth. It's huge, and the potential is big. And uh, I want to tell everybody about that because they can really grow their business huge. But what they got to know, and, and what we're talking about here about the college and the, the entrepreneurship is running a business is not for everyone. And it's, and, and it's very difficult and it is very hard. And, and, and there can be big payoff, but there's big risk and there's a lot of work involved. And it should not be for everybody. And maybe some people need to do it and find out. But I think the problem is, is that um, in, in the world that we live in, the dumb are overconfident and the smart are overskeptical. And so we live in this world where the people who are smart and see this type of stuff should be like, dang, I should throw all my money in this bet and go hard on it. And the people who are, who are, who are not too smart, they're overconfident and they just throw money at everything and they throw time at everything and not evaluating the situation, right? And that's why college i believe a lot of people go to college right because people who are smart they're intelligent they're thinking they, they don't want to take that risk they're not risk takers people who are smart are usually not risk takers they're they they overthink everything oh shit what if what if i'm gonna go bungee jumping what if what if the what if the, the the string breaks what if i fall what if the wind blows this way what if my cell phone falls out of my pocket oh shit right and and people that uh, aren't so smart. They're just like, fuck it. Yeah. Right. Let's see what happens, you know? And that's why people go to college, I believe, because they see it as a safe route. It's safety. 
okay, I'm going to go here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen. It's a guarantee. But I tell, tell everybody in life, nothing in life is a guarantee. And just because you think you're going to go to college doesn't mean you're going to make money. It doesn't mean at all. I'll give you a good example. I dated a, a, a chick in, high, in college and we broke up and she went to California State University or no, UC Berkeley. Was UC Berkeley. Yeah, even you're like, yeah, high, high-end school, right? High-end school. Um, you would think, dude, she's going to be doing something great. Move to, move to San Francisco, you know, large city. So it's so big. It's tech metropolis. Take a guess what she was doing three, four years after graduation. Interning. No. Take another guess. Uh, in and out. No. Take another guess. Oh. <laughs> One more. Cleaning cars. No, dog walker. Oh. Oh. Dog walker. Why? Why did you waste all your time to go walk some dogs? Why did you get an anthropology degree from one of the most expensive universities in the state of California to walk some dogs? You wasted your fucking time. You know? And I, I, tell, I tell a lot of people that. I went to college and I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't need to go to college. If I would have not gone to college, I probably would have gotten a three-year jump on whatever I was doing right now. We, we might be having this conversation three years prior. And the only reason I went to college, Marty, is so I can show people my degree and say, look, I went to college. It was a scam. Because, like, you, because you can only say that this was a scam or that this wasn't worth it if you did it, right? And so there's a lot of people out there that are saying, oh, college is a scam, but they didn't go to college. They didn't get in. They didn't do the work. The only thing that college does is show that you were able to do something start to finish. That's why I hire people that went to college at my uh, place of work. Somebody comes in and they went to college. I don't even really care what college they went to or what they majored in. But if they finished it and they got the degree, it means they were able to start and finish something. And I'm good with that because a lot of people can't do something from start to finish. They give up halfway in between. It was too hard. It was too, too challenging. And, and a lot of people drop, drop out in college. Something I learned in college, I don't know if you experienced this, but I once took a class in college. It was, just, it was actually just a math class, okay? It started out with over 65 people in the class. On the day of the final, only 12 people took the final. What do you think about that? <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah, I think that's, that's live. That's what happens a lot of times. It's difficult to continue through on that. So that's a great point. I, for me, right, like as, as I began to look at how unhappy I was in my career path and, and where I was going in life, right, I just young kid, 23, 24, just not happy, right? Like working in a job that I'd planned on for the past years, spent a lot of time, like you said, it takes a lot of time. And especially when you're like me, you can barely read. And, but, you know, it's really hard time studying with just being so spastic in my mind. Like school was extremely difficult for me. I enjoyed meeting people, enjoyed being in classes just to be with people. But I, I didn't have a fucking clue what I was learning. It was difficult. Um, but made it through, but I'm sitting there having dinner with the roommate, pissed off that typical guy complaining about his job. He says, why don't you clean cars? 
right? And I, something sparked inside of me because I had already done landscaping. That was me in high school. As a high school and as a little kid, I started mowing lawns at age seven. It was just part of our family, right? Like my, my grandfather, you know, ran an auction. My uncle mowed lawns. Like we just kind of, it's just the way we were through the Midwest, right? It's just, it's in our blood. And so I was pushing a mower by age seven, but boy, when I'm 23, 24, I look at mowing lawns and I go, no way in hell do I want to go push a mower. I'd rather go play in the water, right? So I put on flip-flops and just went out and started cleaning cars like that. To me, it was a lot of fun to go out and do that. But you're right. I mean, even that is extremely difficult to do. And you've got to really, really want to do what you're doing. That's, that's a part about college that probably why so many people do drop out and do leave those classes you know, we, we got people that have been on the podcast that have said they were in the middle of a class and just quit and walked out, right? Like there's people that, yeah, you, you get into school, it, it's not exactly everything that it's cracked up to be. Then you get out and you're like, well, what do I do now? You know, I got this degree. I spent all this money. Uh, you know, side note, Greg, my diploma didn't say that I had a 2-7, but woo. <laughs> Listen, when I say I barely made it out of school, I barely made it out of school. Two, seven ain't great, but I was happy with it. Yeah, and all, this is funny. The, people always ask me, why do I think that the colleges are a scam nowadays? I'll give you an example. I didn't graduate with honors from university or whatever, valid, valedictorian, top whatever. But when they, they give you an opportunity when you graduate college, they say, okay, here you can order your invitations to your graduation. I went to Cal State University, Long Beach one of the bigger universities, actually one of the largest universities in the state. And uh, it asks you, okay, what do you want to put your name, your first name, your middle name, your last name? And then there was a little window at the bottom and it said what extra thing you wanted to say with honors, with extra honors, with super honor, whatever. I just clicked with the highest honors. So all of my diplomas went out saying with highest honors. And why did I do that? Because I showed people are like, you didn't graduate with the highest honors. I said, it let me put it. So like, if it let me put it, who the fuck really did graduate with honors? It's like, I ask, I ask this to a lot of people, where is your valedictorian at your high school? Is that motherfucker rich? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe. My, I asked my wife this the other day and they said, oh, there's some loser. Ooh. Yeah, we, she even looked it up, just like, I'm not doing shit. Mm, that's tough. Well, right? so for anybody that wants to get into business, right, there's two different ways of going about this, right? My way was not exactly, I would say, <laughs> beneficial for most, right? I, I literally went out a couple of days later, took out a loan, bought a power washer, got a whole trailer set up, and I started cleaning a couple of cars, and quit my job. Like, like I sat in this meeting one time, my last time to sit in a meeting and it just hit me. I go, I'm done with this. I yeah. cannot do this any longer. I was so unhappy with my job that I just jumped out. I took, didn't take a step, right? I jumped, jumped full blown in. That creates a lot of <laughs> struggles a lot of tough times, a lot of wondering what to do because, hey, if you don't know business, you don't know how to market, you don't know how to take care of people, you don't know how to, like you said, understand your books, understand profits and loss. There's so much that goes into business 
that as a young kid, I didn't understand. It, it creates a moment of clarity for your own self, a big, massive gut check that you don't necessarily have to do, yeah. right? The other option is to continue to build a business on the side while you're still, you know, going in nine to five, right? Yeah, so you yeah. got a gig nine to five, you got nice, nice little, uh, you know, uh, what's of those things that people get when they work for a company, they get all this extra stuff like benefits, benefits. They get dental, they get medical, you know, like they might even have a 401k, whatever that thing is, you know, like there's all kinds of things that working for somebody really can help solidify your life, solidify yeah. some protection, solidify some monetary gain, and then be able to do something on the side, maybe at the nights or weekends to help build up, you know, a business that you want to either eventually go into full time or just run a side business, you know, like you could always just clean cars enough so that your wife could stay home with the kids so that, you know, you didn't have to get a second job when a kid has some problems or, you know, there's all different reasons on why somebody should go, you know, both, you know, yeah. I'd love to know your impression, you know, should somebody jump in full time and try and sink or swim or should they kind of navigate through and go, Hey, you know, I got a pretty nice gig. Maybe I should just clean cars on the weekend. Well, I tell people like this, if it was a pretty nice gig, why do you need the other gig? And maybe they just like to do it. No, maybe they just like to do it, right? And so there's a group on there. There's a group on, on Facebook. It's called Detailing for Money. And I, I had to make a video in that group telling people, if you're washing cars for free, why are you in this group? Is this for detailing for free? No, it's detailing for money. We're here to make money. We're here to get paid, Right. I personally think dive right in. You know, a great saying is like this, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. Ever, mm, ever, like ever, 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 ever. You really think somebody became the best sailor in the world by, by you know, popping around a little lake and shit? Oh, no, you know, they, they went out there into the middle of the ocean and pulled a Lieutenant Dan. Come at me, you know? <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, he pulled a Lieutenant Dan. Come at me, motherfucker. Like, you know, <laughs> that's that's how they they want to go. I really think go in there, go full blown, go full bore out, you know? And if somebody wants to go with a, somebody wants to, to uh, start a business and they're worried about, oh man, am I going to be able to afford this? Am I going to be able to do this? Am I, well, think about what you don't need in your life. Do you need that five bedroom house when there's only two of you? Go move into an apartment. Do you need five cars? Ditch it. Do you even need that car? Throw it away, sell it, stop paying money on it, and drive your fucking detailing van everywhere. Oh, well, oh whoop de doo. You, you're afraid people are gonna, gonna uh, make fun of you because you're pulling up everywhere in your detailing van? Oh, good. Laugh at them. Cry and then wipe your face with the $100 bills that you made. <laughs> you know? Cry with the, with the money that you wipe on your face from the free advertising that you get when you're driving down the road and everybody sees your phone number 24-7 on your van. You know, it's how hard do you want to go? You got to give up. I feel like you got to give up some stuff. And when people give up all that stuff, when they, when they first start a business, and if they can learn how to like give up some things to live like a bum, you'll, have, you'll be a millionaire within like two, three years. If you just go that hard, give up everything you don't need, you don't want, throw all your stuff 
away. I tell people this a lot, you know, do you need that? There's with a business, there's only one time I spend money in a business. It's when it makes me more money. And I ask, some people come over and they're like, hey, Greg, you need to do this. You need to spend money on this. And the number one thing I ask, how's that going to make us more money? How's that going to make us more profit? And people sometimes have a hard time figuring that out. Oh, shit. Dang. Well, how does it make us money? You know, I feel like with business is like a skill. Okay. You ever heard the, the term use it or lose it? Mm. You have, you have a skill, you don't use it, you lose it. And I feel like it's like that with business. You're either growing or you're, 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 you're losing you're either, with a business. There's no smooth sailing business. When, some, when, I, when I talk to people about their business and I do a lot of business assessment with people, pay, people pay me great dollars to come in and assess their business. You want your business assessed? Call me. We have my phone number out there. Watch, rewind this video. And the one thing I ask is, so the first thing I ask, so how's your business doing? Oh, it's good. You, no, oh, <laughs> it, oh, it's going, it, it's, it's going great. Whenever they say it's going great or it's going smooth, I say, you're going to go out of business soon because it is. If your business is going smooth, something's wrong. Either you weren't, you're not growing or you're not taking risk enough to grow. It's like the stock market never goes like this. That shit bounces up and down and people make money on the up and people make money on the down. It's like that with business too. Can't, if, if your business is like this all the time, boop, 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 dude, something's wrong. What is, yeah. what is wrong? Figure it out quick. Yeah. All right. So last thing, let's dive into this. We'll head out uh, because no matter which style they go, they work for somebody and then do something on the weekend or like me, like what you recommend, diving in full blown, right? Yeah. Either way, it's going to take something special inside of them because there's very few people that can own a business and operate it, right? The majority of people in general aren't gifted in that, right? You called it skills or abilities. Or, not, not, it's not even that they're gifted, Marty. It's that- I, I, know, I, don't, I know, or, I don't really believe or, or, there's just something inside of them that drives them to push through. For me, that's what it was. I'm, I'm with you. I didn't have a skill of running the business, but I had enough drive to be able to learn how to, and the drive to push through the difficulties, the drive to be able to put down my money to make sure I had a place to live for the next month. And then I know I'm good. So I got 30 more days to make sure I can get food, gas and enough supplies so I can make another payment so I have another place to live for the month. And that's how tight it was when I first started. And to be able to push through those, it really takes something on the inside. So what is it that you recommend? Like, what is it that we should dive into deep to help us push through those moments? You know, you gotta, if, if you're a business owner, you wanna know if you're gonna succeed, you got to think about, can I survive on my own? That's the number one thing. I'll tell you, you guys see this shop right here? Let's say that shit went to, let's say that shit to, tomorrow hit the fan. And all my employees died or they quit. Everybody, let's say everybody just quit. I guarantee you that I'm going to be the one the next day opening the door. That I will be there 
at the desk, bringing people up, taking out the trash, right? Like I have no problem being the one around here taking out the trash. People ask you, what do you do at Masterson's Car Care? I sweep the floor, right? Because I have no problem doing that because that's, that's where I want to be, right? And people need to ask themselves, am I able to, can I, can I freestand alone here? Or if, if you're the type of person that has to travel with somebody else, you're not going to be a successful business person. You have to be that person that I can go out 100% solo and come back and I don't need anybody else, right? But this is the crazy part. You have to have that mentality. But in order to succeed with any business, you need the help of others. That's, oh, yeah. that's the craziest thing. It's like you have to have the ment mentality of I don't need anybody, but you have to have the logic of I need everybody. It's a really weird situation and it's a really hard feeling, right? Um, that's what you need to succeed. And you need, it, you need to learn how to leverage what you have and use it to your advantage. Like we were talking about spelling. Let's say that you don't know the difference between through, through, and through, but you want to run a business. Well, you need to hire somebody that knows through, through, and through. And if you know wash, clean, shine, protect, then you need to keep clean, shining, and protecting. And you need to find somebody that knows through, 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 and you need to get them on board with you and maybe get them to work with you hire them, get them in your business, give them a position, maybe start a new business with them. People have to know their limitations, what they can't and what they can't do. And if you can't do something, find somebody who can do it and work with them. That's what I tell everybody else. Like a lot of people call me and they're like, Greg, I don't know how to use TikTok. And I said, well, find a college person and hire them two days a week. They know how to use TikTok. <laughs> they, everybody in college knows how to use it. Every high school knows how to use it. Hire a college kid for four months out of the year. Pay that college kid to teach you how to learn TikTok. You'll learn it. And so I feel like if people want to have succeed, success, they need to leverage their skills and go hard on their skills. Like I'll, be, I'll give you an example. I suck at math. Math, we're subject. We're subject. Fail it every time fail it. It's not because I'm bad at math. It's just because it just, my mind doesn't work like that. It works on more creative things. And so I hire an accountant. I don't do my own accounting. I concentrate on selling stuff and making great videos. And I send all my bills to the accountant. Look, I got a stack of receipts here that I just pack up every day and I send them to the accountant. Yes, it costs me money every month, but yes, it makes me way more money every month. And people have to learn that, that leverage. Don't try to do it all. Don't, there's a, the biggest thing I've learned about the success of the business is the people that don't succeed in the business are the people that think they can do it all themselves, mm. right? Like you, like as a business, as a business owner, there are some, there are winning traits that all the business owners have, like, like Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos, um, uh, Bill Gates, um, uh, Zuckerberg, they all have these weird traits that they think that they can do fucking everything. They think they're gods, right? But deep down inside, they know they can't do everything. That's why they hire so many people. 
That's why they hire everybody. But it's that mindset like, oh shit, I can do anything. That's what'll make you succeed, you know? And it's hard to figure out if you can do that. But this is the weird thing, Marty. They say confidence is built in the first seven years of life. Oh. Isn't that crazy? They say that all of your confidence was built in the first seven years of your life. So if your parents for the first seven years of your life said, good job, you can do it every day, you're going to fucking grow up to be good job. You can do it right now. That doesn't mean that if your parents sucked and didn't tell you that, that you're not going to succeed, you can succeed. You just have to have that mental change. I believe that. Hmm. All right. I got to get these. I got some reason these little gnats are flying around my beer. I'm like, what the hell? Get out of here. That's my beer. <laughs> All right. So uh, for me, I, I carry two things through, through my life that have really helped. You know what? I'm going to say three. The one's not so special except for me. And it was my first ball that I hit. I, I didn't ever hit a home run until my senior year of high school. And I just, I still remember it today. I just, that, that ball suddenly just slowed down after the pitcher threw it. And next thing I know, I just swing the bat and I see this ball just flying out. And I'm like, holy shit. My parents say it took me like five minutes to go around the bases because I just had to milk it in for so long, right? Like, I, so I still have that. And, and I still have my baseball hat that every season I began to ride in. That's interesting you said that because my grandmother instilled into me that I can do things, right? And so on my hat, it says, I am, I will, I can. And as a baseball player, we're very superstitious. And many baseball players, when they get into the box, they go through routine. It's their way of prepping themselves for that moment to, right? So I would touch the plate. I am, I will, and I'd, I'd hold my bat a little bit out like I was taking a little practice swing, then I'd settle in. I am, I will, I can. And I kept that around. And I also kept another little thing that, that really helped me after my divorce. Uh, a lady had given it to me in this conference and, and it, it was a word on a rock that said perseverance. And that through all the stuff and tribulations, the trials, whether that's, you know, relationship, whether that's with a spouse, whether that's friends that you thought were your friends until you realize there's a fucking dagger in your back, mm -hmm. right? Uh, <laughs> it was the, I think it was a quote from, this is a, a, a rap song that I should probably remember. I, I don't know if it was a little baby or not, but they said, I would have taken a bullet and then I realized you're the one holding the gun. Right. Yeah. Like sometimes that happens, you know, and it's, it's bullshit. So persevering through bad relationships or people that want to tear you down, uh, persevering through hard times with customers, persevering through industry, right? Especially as things are going on now and the rest of the industry, everything going on in the world, being able to persevere. And, and I held these little things that, you know, that, that rock is still on my, uh, it's still in my bathroom. It sits right there by my sink. I still have my ball. I still have my baseball hat in my closet, right? For me, I go back and look at those or I'll remember them. And I know that if I was able to do it then, I can continue to do it today. And, and you're right. Like as you continue to go over obstacles and things come in your way and you begin to keep pushing through and you begin to keep pushing through, confidence does begin to rise. Mm -hmm. And you can start to develop inside of yourself this, hey, it doesn't matter 
doesn't matter what anybody else says, doesn't matter what anybody else does. If it's something that I want, it's something I want to push through towards, guess what? I know that deep inside I have what it takes and I am, I will, and I can do it. So, man, Greg, great talk. Thank you so much. I will say this. I met with some detailers here locally this weekend and another, right? Most every time I go meet with some detailers, they all say, hey, it's been really great getting to know Greg. I looked at him in one light and I look at him differently in a new light. So, man, you continue to put out some great information for the community. Yeah. We're yeah. all very grateful, man. So hope you have a great week and, you know, we'll talk to you again next week, man. Yeah, thank you very much. You know, to add on to that, man, I've been getting a lot of comments as well. People that listen to the show. They, they, they listen to the podcast. They're getting great information about it. And something that I've noticed about the, the, the podcast that we talk about here on Tuesdays is not a lot of people will be talking about business, not talking about how to use those tools to success. So hopefully a lot of people that like this, if you guys like this, comment on us and comment on the Pints and Polishing podcast page and let us know about business stuff that you want us to talk about and get in depth about that. Cause I know whoever listening out there, me and Marty, we want to dig into deep to things that build success. Cause one thing I love is I love detailers calling me up, telling me, fuck yeah, man, I succeeded. That's something that I really love hearing. So we'll talk about it next time, man. And uh, hopefully we'll read the comments on the page and we'll do something great for next week. Sounds good, bro. Thank See you, guys, you man. Have time. a great week. You too. Thank you. for listening to that episode and if you got any value out of it hey go share it go let people know what you heard on the pints of polishing podcast and listen if you want to leave us a review we would love that you know five star one star hey whatever you think we deserve if you would leave us a review greatly appreciate that and thank you so much for being a part of community